Fan, 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 Hey, y'all. What's up? I'm, uh, I'm pretty pumped to talk about this team because coming in at 13 is the Carolina Panthers. Yes, it is the Carolina Panthers. And I know some people that think that or that have heard me on podcast think that I would have them higher. I just mean, there's just really good teams. Uh, The reason I'm big on the Panthers is talent, coaching, and schedule. That schedule is nice. It is a very, very nice schedule. So I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I think that a lot of people that might be watching might not know that I have another podcast and I'm a Carolina Panthers fan and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to spend a little bit more time discussing them because they could also be like, what? 13? Really? The Panthers? Huh? Uh, But yeah, the Panthers, they're pretty good. They're pretty, 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 pretty good. Um, So let's kind of. Uh, I'll spend a little bit more time on it because just because I'm probably going to put it on Kitty Lit too. So might as well spend some more time, even though they probably heard all these points that I've already made. So let's do the PFF. And Panthers have been acquiring players left and right since these PFF grades. So it's it's kind of fluid. But they have the uh, O-line at 16th, so slightly above average. The D-line at 15th. And this is before uh, Justin Houston. And they have the secondary at 21st. And when they write the secondary, they say, we're concerned about, say, healthy, which is a, it's a fair assessment. Uh, we, I'm recording this um, before the Giants preseason game, but after the Jets. And Dante Jackson looks uh, pretty, pretty recovered from his ACL. He, I mean, not his ACL, his Achilles. He's... He's good. He's fine. I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure he's fine. He looked really good against uh, um, Miko Hardman. He tracked him down on a, a nice, actually a really nice ball by uh, Wilson. Whatever you, whatever you saw in Hard Knocks, it was a great throw. It put him like right in his, uh, it, it was right there. It was a beautiful ball. Uh, um, Dr. Jackson just caught up and made a wonderful play. And they were like, oh, it's the build my hands. Oh, yeah, well, that makes sense because you suck. And it was a great throw, so it makes it makes sense that it slipped out of your hands. Um, so they've done so much acquiring. So I'm not really sure if this was after some of these uh, free agency, but I know it was after the draft. So a lot of these free agents we did already have, but we just went free agent crazy. And uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you which ones we got. So we picked up DJ Chark. We Picked up Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst, Miles Sanders, Von Bell, Shai Tuttle, Deshaun Williams, Eric Rowe, and then some more depth pieces, but those are the, the main ones. Um, and then we have a uh, new coaching staff. So we had Frank Reich. We have Thomas Brown, who was the Titans coach for the Rams. We have Evero, that was the defensive coordinator for the Broncos. He was also, before that, he was safeties coach for the Rams. So basically two Rams coaches. 
And uh, we, brought, we brought back a bunch of uh, high-level assistants like Dom Capers and uh, Jim Caldwell. Uh, we brought in Deuce Staley, who's assistant head coach and running backs coach that got his running backs to 25 touchdowns last year. So pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, so we, a lot, a lot, a lot of changeover. And that's kind of a big reason why we just don't know yet. So it's so hard to put them higher than 13th on the power rankings. But I think there's still, they're just, there's so much talent. I just went, I went through the, let me go over the draft too. So we trade up number one, we get Bryce Young, who looks phenomenal in camp. We'll see what he does in the season. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, who looks really good. Uh, DJ Johnson, who they traded up for the third, which doesn't look that good. And uh, Zavala, who he's been hurt in the offseason, so we don't really know. And then we have Jamie Robinson, who also hasn't looked yet. But he's a, these are fourth, that's a fourth and fifth round pick. The main ones are Bryce Young and Jonathan Mingo. They've looked really, really strong. And uh, we've had a quarterback problem since camp. So getting a, a quarterback at number one is awesome. So let me just go through our talent real fast because we're it's going to get lost. It's kind of getting we're trying to we're kind of losing the talent that uh, we have because either they come from smaller markets or they're just I don't know they're not great fantasy players or I don't I don't know. So on, on the offensive side we have Bryce who's the first overall pick, pretty good talent. Uh, he won a Heisman. He's pretty good. Uh, we have Icky, who was a first-round pick, a left tackle. Important position. He's also pretty good, no matter what. I think when this comes out, he will have redeemed himself from the Jets game. Jets, if you listen to my Kitty Lit podcast, you already know how I feel about that. If you watch Hard Knocks, you know that Salah's kind of a douche. I've never seen somebody celebrate a, a preseason game one that much. Like, he he like literally says, I, I, I just love kicking people's asses or something along the lines of that. And it's like, you know, you're just trying to, you're just trying to stroke your own ego. Like you're just trying to prove to yourself that you're a good coach in a, a first preseason game. Really? That was weird. I mean, that's just, it just, I don't know. It's kind of, it kind of sounds like a douche to me. So, um, so then we got, uh, Miles Sanders, who was a pro bowler last year. He was a second round pick. He's only, he's 25 now. I think he's going to be 26 or he might've just turned 26 second round pick and a former former pro bowler we talked to his sister he was uh, misdiagnosed with injury so we played through injury uh last year apparently he is fine now he looks great in the offseason but second round talent pro bowler pretty good player uh adam thielen he's got two pro bowls he's a pretty good player he's a little older now um but he's probably still one of the best route runners in the league then on defense we have shaq thompson who was a pro bowler or not a pro bowler but a first round pick we have J.C. Horn, who's a first-round pick. We have Derek Brown, who's a first-round pick. We have Brian Burns, who was a first-round pick. And I'm not going to forget him this time. We have Hayden Hurst, who is also a first-round pick. So we got all the talent in the world. It's just got to put it all together. And I think that we probably, we probably put together pretty all-star coaching staff. We have Frank Reich, who's won a Super Bowl, and he has had three winning seasons in seasons as a head coach and one losing season the one losing season was seven and nine when Andrew Luck retired out of nowhere and Jacoby Brissett came on and went seven and nine so that's pretty good seven when you when you just out of nowhere lose look at Bill Belichick he's probably one of the best coaches of all time he loses Brady out of nowhere out of nowhere I mean he's getting older but 
Uh, Brady just left and go to leaves and goes to Tampa Bay. They bring Cam in, who can barely throw the ball anymore because Pittsburgh Steelers put a helmet in Cam's shoulder, and he was never the same after. And he took that team to seven wins. So greatest coach of all time loses a great quarterback and wins seven games. Frank Reich loses their quarterback, wins seven games. And then the year after, goes to the playoffs. The year after, goes to the playoffs. Frank's, Frank's pretty good. Pretty pretty good coach. Uh, Evero and uh, uh, Brown, both were on the uh, Rams. Yep, they, they, they both were pretty good. Yeah, they both won Super Bowls. This whole staff has won Super Bowls. I, I forgot that Evero was on that staff. I forgot Evero has a Super Bowl ring. Wow, Reich, Brown, Evero, Caldwell, Deuce Daly, all have Super Bowl wins. Well, Super Bowl rings. Also, look at these guys that we brought in. Uh, Houston, Justin Houston's been uh, to a Super Bowl. Von Bell's been to a Super Bowl. Miles Sanders has been to a Super Bowl. Hayden Hurst has been to a championship game. Adam Thielen's been to a championship game. Eric Rose won two Super Bowls. We got some winners that we brought in. <laughs> For a team that's not used to winning, we got we brought some guys that are used to winning coming in. Yeah. I don't think that's a coincidence. I really don't think that's a coincidence that all these guys have have gone to at least championship games outside of Chark because Chark's only played like one real full season. Um, so you can't really tell if he's going to be a winning player or not. But based on his attitude and how people feel about him and his work ethic, sounds like he's a he's a winner, whether he's a winning uh, football player. Is, uh, we don't know yet, but he was a winner. So let's go down these uh, schedule requests from last year. So we have the Browns game. Uh, they... Should have won. They lost 26-24. They got uh, a penalty called on them for roughing the passer. That was like everybody threw, like went crazy about, like, really? That's roughing the passer? And then there was a two-minute report that the Browns committed a penalty, and that wasn't called, all in the same drive. And then their kicker hit, hit a 58-yard field goal to win the game 26-24. Okay. Uh, the Giants, uh, at Giants, they win 16-19-16. Uh, we beat the Saints because the Saints were bad last year and they're bad this year, uh, 22-14. We lost to the Cardinals when they had Kyler, uh, 26-16. Uh, we lost to the 49ers, 37-15. We lost at Rams before Matt Stafford went down, 24-10. We beat the Bucks when Tom Brady, 21-3 at home. We lost to Atlanta. That was another weird call that we uh, were – tie game and DJ Moore went off the field and took his helmet off, but they called it a celebration penalty because, but it shouldn't have been a celebration penalty because he did it outside of the, uh, on the, off the field. And we watched 90 million games after that. I mean, I don't know, several games after that where guys were taking their helmet off the field, never gets called. It was like one of the, I think it might've been the only time that was called all season. And, uh, of course, our kicker that hadn't missed in overtime, so Falcons end up winning that game. Uh, then we lose at uh, Bengals, 42-21, and then we win against the Falcons, uh, 25-15, uh, because we should have beat them the first time, we beat them the second time. Uh, we lose at Ravens, 13-3, uh, but we hold them to 13. is pretty good. Uh, we beat the Broncos, 
We go to Seattle and beat Seattle, who's a playoff team, 30-24. to We lose the Steelers uh, 24-16 in their 5-2 end-of-the-year um, run. We beat we trounced the Lions 37-23. The only reason the Lions were in it is because they had DJ Chark. Now we have DJ Chark. So we just destroyed the Lions. I remember that game. That was insane. And uh, then they blamed it on the field or something. I don't know. We're playing on the same field, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and then we lose at Bo- at Bucks, and that ruins our playoff chances. We take the lead, and uh, Sam Darnold gets strip sacked, and that loses the game for us. And then uh, we win at Saints ten to seven because we always beat the Saints, uh, or we, we're going to always beat the Saints. The Saints are just not a good team. So, so we got uh, we got went seven and ten, and if excuses but those were two insanely awful penalties that lost us two games so we should have been nine and eight we were seven and ten sure we're seven and ten we're we were a seven and ten team that two plays away from being nine and eight so let me take that for what it's worth we were also beating the bucks pretty bad and uh, tom brady went tom brady and what are you gonna do you got sam darnold so so we were in so many games as i'm saying we because i'm not gonna I'm, even though this, I'm supposed to be objective in this uh, podcast, I'm still a Panthers fan. So I'm going to say we pr- pretty much the entire pod until I go to another team, and then I'll be objective again. I'm, I'm putting them 13th, guys. Relax. So they're a 7-10 team. They get a better quarterback, better uh, coaching staff. They lose DJ Moore, but they gain uh, Chark and Thielen, and they draft Mingo. So theoretically, they theoretically they upgrade a receiver. Uh, DJ had 888 yards last year. It wasn't like all all world beating. Um, I mean, Adam Thielen had 716. They both had six touchdowns, I think. So it's not like a huge difference in production. And, and then we get Chark on top of that, and then we get um, uh, Mingo. So the receiving room looks looks pretty pretty good compared to last year. Uh, Chenault also came in uh, mid year. Now he's got a full off season with us. Um, we have, uh, oh man, uh, T- uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. He's hurt right now. We don't really know. He's out for the preseason. We don't know what the full extent of it, but he's looking better. So our our wide receiver room has definitely upgraded. Miles Sanders is a pro bowler last year, replaces Dante Foreman. If you don't think Miles Sanders is better than Dante Foreman, I don't know what to tell you, man. Miles Sanders was a pro bowler last year. Miles Sanders is a good player. He was a second-round pick. He's, he's a good player. He's only uh, he's going to be 26 years old this year. Pretty good. He was in. A, he was in the Super Bowl. We had a Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst had 52 catches last year, which is pretty solid for a uh, tight end. And um, uh, this is and yeah. And and we have a. Uh, not only do we have Reich who loves using the tight ends, but we literally have a tight ends coach as our offensive coordinator that targeted Hayden Hurst. We want this guy. And Hayden Hurst, he might seem old. He's 29, and he played baseball. So he's only this. Is, he's only been in the league for five years. It's not like he has a lot of wear and tear on his body. He was a he was a pitcher, so he has, he's not he's not been hit a whole lot. So he it sounds like he's a little older. Darren Waller's older than he is, and people think Darren Waller's gonna have a huge year. Um, and then we have uh we have uh on the defensive end we have we got brought in Eric Rowe as a safety, and we brought in um Von Bell as a safety. Eric Rowe has two Super Bowl rings. Von Bell has been to a Super Bowl. Was pretty close to winning one. And guess what? Our defensive coordinator 
he was a safeties coach. He's a D-backs coach. He's uh he, he knows safeties pretty well. He won a Super Bowl as the safeties coach. So he, he knows them he knows them pretty well and he targeted these two guys uh to come in uh because he wants to move we want to move Chen to the uh big nickel or star or whatever you want to whatever whatever you want to call it. So we're upgrading in all these positions. We keep our entire offensive line from last year, so they've got continuity. We need Corbett to come back. And uh, everywhere else on offense, we've upgraded. Upgraded quarterback, receiver, uh, running back, same offensive line. From from what should have been a 9-8 team, upgrade. And then uh, defensively, we had Justin Houston at nine nine and a half sacks last year. It's pretty good. Uh, he's been to a Super Bowl. Um, <clears throat> oh, no, Patriots. But he's been to a championship game, not a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Justin Houston has not been to a Super Bowl that I'm aware of. Oh, we bring uh, Pro Bowler Brian Burns back. Derek Brown had an excellent year last year. We bring over Shai Tuttle, who was excellent for the Saints. Saints got worse. Panthers got better. Brought Deshaun Williams over from the Broncos. He was starting uh, tackle for them. And, um, yeah, and our corners got healthy. So, We've also brought in Deion Jones, who was a Pro Bowler a few years ago for the uh, Falcons. I forgot to put him in my Pro Bowler place, but Deion Jones has been a Pro Bowler before. We're just like full of Pro Bowlers and first round picks, man. This team is excellent as far as talent. Excellent. And as far as coaching, there is no reason this, this team should not win, at least be a winning team, winning football team. So now let's go to their schedule because we've already seen who I've already talked about and now let's see where they are in our schedule so we're at falcons uh they were 22nd for me saints were 29th out of the most those wins we're at seattle i haven't got to them yet but we went into seattle and won last year so i still think i think it's a loss because i don't it's hard to win at seattle and i don't know if we can do it two years in a row i have it as a loss um I have Minnesota as a win. They came in at 19 for me, I think, 19 or 18. Uh, Detroit was in the 20s. Those are both wins. And then I have a loss at – and Detroit, people might think they're good. We crushed them last year. We've been uh, 37-23, and the only reason they had 23 is because DJ Chark had uh, 108 yards and a touchdown. We would have, and we got DJ Chark now. So I don't know who I got to talk to about that we're going to beat the Lions. We're going to beat the Lions. Um, at Miami, uh, I think we lose. I just think that our corners are going to have a tough time with the speed of Miami. That's going to be interesting, too. They don't have Ramsey. So we're, it's not like we have our, our one X receiver that Howard can just try to shut down. I mean, we got, we're, we, got a lot of, we got a lot of guys that they're going to have to play defense on. But, they, I mean, they can put up a lot of points against us. I mean, that's probably our weakest area is corner. Um, as far as speed, a pass rush. They got um, they got Armstead, but Armstead got hurt. I mean, he they said it's not that serious from injury. I'm just saying, I'll, I'll just put it's a loss for now. Uh, and then we come, we go on by, we come back after the bye. We, we have Houston at home, that's a win. Um, then we have Indy at home, that's a win. Those were two of my bottom six teams at Chicago, that's a win. Uh, that was my 25th team. Uh, Dallas at home, that's going to be a tough one because we're going to, we are going to be starting to gel at that point. I think it's a loss, but it's tough. 
Dallas is really good. They got their their roster is too good. Too many veterans, too much talent. I just a Super Bowl winning coach. I just don't think that we can beat them um, at all this year. Uh, but we get them at home, so maybe uh, at Tennessee, I have as a loss just because Vrabel continuity. Derrick Henry's a load that's coming to the end of the year. But, man, they got to stay healthy. They haven't been healthy two years in a row. I have it as a loss, but, again, like, I don't I don't see a lot of losses on this. We play at Tampa Bay. I think they start to sell off at this point. We play at New Orleans. They're terrible. We beat them twice last year. They're worse. We got one of their players. Uh, they lost their entire front seven. Derek Carr's not any good. Their, their coach isn't any good. We, we beat the Saints. Uh, we get Falcons. I think that we might would have lost to, if we were playing at Atlanta at this point, but because we catch them at Atlanta the first game, I think that we win that one because they haven't seen anything that we do yet. There's been no tape on us. Um, they got a rookie. They got a whole new defense that they need to start gelling. So I think by this time we get Atlanta at home. We should have beat them twice last year. We're going to beat them twice this year. We got Green Bay at home. Um, I like I like that as a win for us, even though I have Green Bay uh, in as a division winner. I just think we're more talented than they are. I think that they're pretty well coached, but I think we have more talent. Uh, at Jacksonville, I have as a loss just because it's a desperation win for them. They need to win that game. And I think, again, they got so much speed at, at, at receiver that it's going to be tough for our secondary. But, again, uh, we'll see. And then Tampa Bay is completely tanked at this point. I think that they just – they're just not even trying anymore. Um, so I got to set 12 and five. And I don't know if maybe, I mean, maybe I'm trying to find more losses. Like we should have swept the division last year. We went four and two last year. And if we wouldn't have got uh, ref uh, officialed out of one and we wouldn't have got Tom Brady out of another, we would have been, we were, we were very close to being six and in the division and we're better and uh, the the Falcons are pretty much just the same. They got Bijan, uh, but their, their defense is just old, man. Their defense is so old. By the end of the season, whew, maybe they maybe they get it. They get us at the beginning of the season, but by the end of the season, no, I don't think so. Um, and then the Bucks, yeah, they're maybe early on. We get them both. We get both Bucks games late, and I think they start selling off. I think Evans is probably gonna be gone before the end of the year. Uh, they started giving um, probably a lot of their defensive players away. Maybe they keep Godwin. I don't know. Um, and uh, yeah, New Orleans uh, isn't good. Um, yeah, so I got twelve and five. I'm, I'm trying to find losses. Maybe one of the North teams like uh, Minnesota and or Green Bay, but we get them both at home. Justin Jefferson might make us look bad. That could, I could see that as a loss. Honestly, I could see that as a loss because early in the season. But also, I mean, these better teams like we can steal Seattle, Miami, Dallas. Jacksonville or Tennessee. Like I this is a very easy schedule for us. It's not a difficult schedule. If we don't if we don't a lot of people are, are saying we're gonna go like uh, I think the over under is seven and a half wins, and a lot of people are picking not a lot of people, but more people are picking the over than the under. A lot of people believe in Carolina. But I mean I've seen I've seen uh Mike K, I think has it. Not Mike K, not I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Mike K. You're probably not listening anyways, but I'm sorry. Mike Clay has us uh, pretty bad this year. Uh, I think Bleacher Report came out with something that made us that was pretty bad this year. But I mean, I just don't see it, man. We should have. There's a there's a world where we're ten and seven last year. 
I mean, easily nine and eight, two plays away from being nine and eight. Two, not even two plays, two bad officiating, of, of like two bad flags that were were nine and eight. So that's all I got. I don't. I don't. If you want to hear more about the Panthers, go listen to my me and Ricky's uh, Kitty Lit podcast. But I don't. I don't want to make this one go too long just because I'm a Panthers fan. But in reality, we're a nine and nine eight team that went, moved on from that had a carousel at quarterback last year of Baker, PJ Washington, and uh, Sam Darnold, and we went to the number one overall pick in Bryce Young, who is NFL ready right now. Oh, but he's small. I wonder if he gets hurt. Okay, sure. Well, then we have Andy Dalton, who's better than all those guys too. So, uh, and we got better at every position. So, and our schedule's easier. This schedule is. Uh, I mean, we had we had the Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Seattle, Bucks with Tom Brady, uh, Rams when they had Stafford, Giants, uh, Brown. I mean, uh, 49ers. Like our schedule was loaded last year, and we still should have had a winning record. And this schedule is cake compared to that. So watch out for the Panthers this year. I still think they're 13th, even though I have them 12 and five, which is a good record. They're just too many AFC teams that are better, even if they're going to have worse records because they play harder schedules. Our schedule's cake. So I think we're going to win more games. So yeah, coming at 13, the Carolina Panthers. And thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you have a great day, night, or whenever you're listening. All right. Bye, y'all.